Hey everyone, thank you once again for tuning in to the Iconist Podcast. You know what we always talk about, the icon is, and we're going to get to that. And as usual, I'm your one of your hosts, Barry3D. Uh, if anything you want to find what I'm doing below, you go down below, sorry, you go down below where the link is below, and you see it here, or if you're listening, then check it out. Barry3D.com has all my links where I'm going to be, or what we're doing, what I'm doing live, uh, with my stand-up comedy, and anything else along those lines. And of course, uh, anything dealing with the Iconist show, and, and so forth. So, Barry 3D can't go wrong. On my side, as always, can't do this show alone. Never will. Never happen. Right? It's like seven up. Never have. Never will. Okay, you know what I mean. Never go do the show. <laughs> He's tired. I'm here with my cousin, co-host, friend, best friend, the one that puts up with my madness. As I said, man, he's he's a DJ. He he's he's a he's a real well-read man, man of action on the turntables. You know, turntables might wobble, but they don't fall down. You know, my cousin, he's a hustler. He's always out there, man. He's working. He's always doing his thing. Very smart individual. But, of course, who am I talking about? The one and only. DJ Rod C. Good day, good day, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you may be on this wonderful marble of a planet. Welcome to the Iconic Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got something for you today. You may see the name, may be confused, because the icon is not what I'm about to say, because I'm not <laughs> going to say the name, because I don't want to get killed, because there's stuff we got to do. Uh, That's the full right. hat. What we got to do, Barry? What do we got to do? Well, after this commercial break, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> they always do it. Like, Who are they going to talk about? After this commercial break. It is pretty much that. And then we got to do what we can do our roundhouse. We got to do our shout outs. We got to, you know, reach out to the people that uh, support the show and, and help us and, and talk about us. And we just give it back because life is too short and trying to do everything solo. It's all about teamwork. No I and team. Here we go. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Brandy Ford, the writer and the wit. Check the link down below. Please subscribe. Check out her magazine that she does monthly. She's done a lot of effort on that. And she's doing stand-up comedy all over the place, too. A couple of times she'll be joining us on stage. Through you know, this is Not even summer yet, but we got some dates and we're looking at some stuff. So keep in mind in that. Nice. Yes. Nice. Thank you, Brandy. On that note, speaking about comedy, as I said, I do stand-up comedy. Sometimes I'm solo and sometimes I'm with my boys. So if you want to find out where I am with myself and the boys... Keep an eye out for a touch of gray matter. And that's myself, Barry 3D, Dave Sokolowski, and Zolf Ali. And, we, you know, we do a lot of as it, comedy, sometimes at uh, fundraiser, sometimes it's just straight comedy. But we're always making the people laugh for a good cause <laughs> or just come out and just get rid of the stress. Once again, keep an eye out to links. On top of that, we also got to do a shout out. Support the book, support the book, support the books. Very important. So once again, support the comic book stores that give us the stories that we'd like to talk about and read and the characters we, we revisit. First one out in Montreal, that's Check Swing Comics with our boy Trevor. So go out there, tell Trevor I said hi. Drod says he says hi. And he'll say hi back and, you know, let him know you're a fan of the Iconist podcast. He'll really appreciate that. And so will we. If you're in Ontario... Regardless where you're at, get in the car, do the drive, head on down, head out to Kitchener. You might seem far, might be close. Head out down to Warehouse of Wonder, hashtag Wow Comics, and tell Wes and the boys that the guys from the Iconist podcast said hi. They'll love it. They'll say hi back. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Let's, you know, manners make it the man. Mm. And you got to support the books because Good. even today, well, right now, we're recording this right now, and we're recording this on, you know, April 27th. Give some reference. I know it's coming out later on. But I saw in the news that it seems that 
don't know what's to be happy with IDW Comics. It just seemed they kind of went dark. Uh, they've cut down 39% of their staff. They haven't renewed a lot of their license uh, properties. So don't know what's to be happening with IDW in the next couple of days. So that's a story you got to keep an eye on. Right. Right. Uh, why? Because you got to support the books, not just about movies. But I know that's what we talk. So let's keep that in mind. Thank you. And last. Oh, then we got us to talk. Well, if you want to do a podcast yourself and you're mm-hmm. thinking about that. You know, we've gone and there's different podcast hosting sites and a lot of them are great. And I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying that we are on Podbean and we find that really easy to use, a lot of fun and very cost effective at the same time. So if you want to have a, a quality um, podcast hosting site, I would say check out Podbean. We're on there. As I said, iconist.podbean.com. That's where the Iconist podcast is. That's where it originates from when I upload it. And then it goes to all streaming services when we release it every Wednesday at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Hey, look at me. Right, right, right. 10 a.m. that is. So that way you can go to work, start your day, then about 10 o'clock before you take your break, download an episode, listen to it, stream it, whatever, enjoy it, let us know. And of course, like, subscribe, rate, share, and review, be it if our podcast channel or wherever you get your podcast from. We really appreciate it, and we always interact with everybody if you rate us. Yes, sir. That Rod's got it going. Type, type, type away. Some of y'all don't know what the old school typewriter is. Watch a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Here we go. Last and not least, we got to talk about the man that's, you know, you hear about him, but you don't see him. You want to see what he looks like, you got to flash all the way back to season one and check out the episode where we talk about Vinnie Mac. That's right. And you'll see the man we're talking about. So if you have something you want to do, be it if you have your own business, if it's a project you want to do, personal, professional, no matter what it is, he's got you covered. And if you tell him that you heard about him on the Iconist podcast, he will give you a discount. Who am I talking about? Japer Digital Art Art. Japer Digital Arts, our boy Jason Reese. If you care about your product, he cares about what you got to do, and he'll provide. Yes. 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 If you do something, do it right. Do it with passion and follow true consistency. Flow like water. That's right. Flow like water. Keep flowing. That's, you know, a drop of water turned around and made the Grand Canyon. It didn't stop. It just took thousands and thousands and thousands of years, but it didn't stop. Don't stop. Can't stop. Like P. Diddy. Got it. Okay, here we go. Bad boy for life. Uh, uh. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I gotta, yeah, I'm over-caffeinated today. Here we are. <laughs> These things happen. Woo! And it's funny. I'm over-caffeinated on the show that we're talking about. Okay, here we go. This is the way. All right, this cool. is the way. <laughs> this is the way. So on today's show on the Iconist mm-hmm. podcast, the icon is, hit him with it, Rod. The icon is Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. From Marvel. Sleepwalker? Sleepwalker. What's that? We about to get into it. Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny that I'm over-caffeinated on a show that we're talking about Sleepwalker. Mm. You know, you think I'd be half like, hey man, welcome to Icona's podcast where Sorry, I almost, uh, we're talking about sleep, sleep, sleepwalker. Sleep. <laughs> but it's pretty like it's pretty much that for the hero. So <laughs> hard facts. It, hard facts. That's a guy that will never you would never see Sleepwalker doing an ad for Red Bull 
Ah, ah. He's not addicted to my. <laughs> that's not my MO. I can't do that, man. You can't do that. No, no, no. He, he's going to do commercials like for Sleepies and stuff like that. <laughs> Sleep Factory. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, scenting candles, scent the aroma. <laughs> The aroma. Okay. I, I, I'm thinking I'm funnier than I am some days. Here we go. So we're talking about Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker was by Marvel Comics, and it first came out in June of 1991. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's not even too far back, per se. Ours normally have earlier digits, 80s, 70s. So we, we just got an older property. Hey, that's wonderful. That's you moving up in the world. We're moving up in the world, Rod. We we getting there, man. We getting there. And it's a June, nineteen ninety one. Hmm. June. I was about to say. I wonder why you are emphasizing on June, but we'll leave that one. Oh. No, we won't. <laughs> he was trying to get out of it. We all know that June is my birthday month, and here we go. June, sign of the Gemini. So there we go. Dual personality, sleepwalker, secret identity. Here we go. June is awesome. <laughs> June, Gemini's are awesome. I know you're all there with your own zodiac sign. Stand behind your zodiac sign, but understand this. My zodiac sign always comes with two. So if one of you can knock me down, there's someone else coming from a backstab. That's you know my 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 it should be Tomax and Zomax should so should represent June. That's hilarious. That's on the G.I. Joe calendar for signs. So I don't care if someone's a Taurus. There's two of us. <laughs> be bull. One decoy, one sniper. Two Okay, all right, I'm, I'm past that. You know, besides the fact that on June 14th, which it is my birthday, uh, you know, the new issue of issue number 10 of Battle Chasers will be coming out, which I promised to get myself at least two copies. Hilarious. Look, it's been 20-something years we're waiting for issue 10 to finally arrive. That's funny. That's funny. It better be a double-sized issue with some kind of flashback. <laughs> if not, it's going to be digging in the crate. <laughs> Nice. Nice. All right, here we go. So back to the main topic at hand. So we're talking Sleepwalker, issue number one, came out in June 1991. It was created by Bob uh, Bozonski and Brett Belvins. Right. Yeah, Belvins is almost like Bivens. Yeah. Poison. 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 B square. Both of them. (laughs) That's true. Wow. They're both. Yeah. B squared, two Bs, Gemini. Hmm, coincidence? I think not. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm seeing conspiracies all over. Let's go in, people. We're going in. No, we were going in deep. <laughs> so yeah. Bob was he was the one that originated this character, and he had this character back, uh, the concept for Sleepwalker back in the early 70s. This is a character that always stayed around with him, and even the look that he designed for Sleepwalker. And originally, he wanted to call the character Alien, but of course, later on, a movie came out called what? Alien. So you can't take that name since it was already taken. Mm. Another movie. Ah! Okay. Um, I told you I'm over-caffeinated today. This is not going to be good for anybody. So he turned around and decided to come up with another character, another name for this character that he created, and that's what he came up with, Sleepwalker. So for Bob, this was a, a dream project. This is something that he dreamed about doing for years. I said back in the 70s, he was really had the concept. You know, he went to uh, uh, like to study like a sleep academy kind of thing, like you know, study certain things in um, REM sleeps and so forth to kind of get an understanding for what this character and how it would fit into that realm and world that he was trying to create. Right. So as I said, just like this show was a dream project for us, that was a dream project for him. So I really respect that. 
and he went for it, consistent with it, and he talked to certain people. So as I said, he talked to Brett Belvind, and Bob's been around for a while. So I know at one point, I can't remember the name, I'd have to reference it, but the way Sleepwalker is written on the cover of the comic book, it's got a kind of a twisty format. He got, I think it was Brett that probably did it. Um, he went and, and asked the artist to design a logo for his character with the name. And the character and the artist took around and designed it. If you go back in the crates, like DC Time Warp, there was a comic book called Time Warp, and it had a kind of a twisty lettering on that. So it was the same person, like 10 years later, you know, designed Sleepwalker the same way. So that was how his whole thing came about. So it came about, you know, multiple people. Not every one person has an answer, but a group of people together focused right on and it's a dream project good on them <clears throat> now as i said sleepwalker came about that's how he started and he started his own issue so it didn't even kind of start off in somebody else's issue right. and then they gave him a, a series they gave him a series whew, right out the gate 1991 was giving a lot of people property so this is why we got you know you get a property you get a property look under your seat you got a property exactly so this is back with New Warriors, Sleepwalker, obviously. Um, Adam X, who joined, you know, uh, X Force at one point. So there was new, there was a lot. Marvel was pumping out a lot of new characters, new series, just to catch. You know, and I'm not saying they're throwing everything out there, but at some point you realize that everyone knows like, the traditional characters. We need to change. We need to evolve. We need to find who might be the new ones going forward. Some have stood the test of time, and some have maybe faded away. Uh, you know, unforeseen circumstances. Life happens, but you got to try no matter what. That's that's what you got to do. So, you know, the whole thing with Sleepwalker is he was supposed to be the answer to DC's comics Sandman. Like, oh, DC's got this, well, we got that. Right. You got yeah, this, we got that, and back and forth. Yeah. And that's what the two big companies always do. I, I, I'm going to throw it out there. Um, it was, I, I, I read Marvel, I read DC and I, and, and there was a comic book that I have. It was a mini series called the weird with the justice league. It was a fortune mini series. If you, and it's hard to find, but if you find it and you look at sleepwalker and you look at the weird by justice league, like he had his own mini series, this guy, you know, the weird, he dies, he comes back, he gets energized. I can't remember what kind of energy it is. It's been a long time since I read the book, but he's got like a black tight costume. He's got red boots. He kind of misshapen. So one shoulder is higher than the other. One eye is bigger than the other. You know, uh, he's got on red gloves, red boots, and kind of an even. He's got like a red, you know, sash around him along with a red mask over his face. I mean, with his mouth covered and his head all covered with only his eyes exposed. He looks a lot like Sleepwalker. <laughs> Influences there, and then how his powers interact. So his miniseries, of course, he, he he dealt with the Justice League. So that's something I find similar. Now, I'm not sure if that one influenced the other. I'm not saying that. I don't know. But looking at it, I was like, hmm, okay. So with Sleepwalker, Sleepwalker, um, you know, his origin is... Picture him like the dream police. Yeah. Right? That's the best way I can put it. You know, so you have um, the main guy who's in there, and I just had his name, and we were looking for Oh, it was uh, Rich, Rich Sheldon? Rich, Rich Sheridan. 
Rick Sheridan. Thank you. See? Mm. But at least I got the name right. Rich Sheridan. So Rich Sheridan is a uh, late teenager in, you know, uh, college university. Mm. Rick. Oh, Rick. Yeah, Rick. Not Rich. Rick. Rick. Or maybe I said Rich. Yeah, Rick. My apologies. Hey, look, you know how it is. We got so many notes sometimes. I don't got my glasses on. So Rick Sheridan Mm -hmm. is, is a student. And what happens is when you open up issue one, you see he's on the basketball court playing basketball, you know, born and raised <laughs> in the playground is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> and of course, like usual, where does every Marvel superhero reside? Uh, 95, 95% in New York. So <laughs> he's in there on the playground playing basketball. He's having a good time. He's doing some great shots. And then he's tired. He goes home. He, He's got a run bedroom apartment. He goes uh, back with his with Rambo. Rambo is his dog that he trains. So Rambo's a smart dog. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a golden uh, retriever or a lab. You know, I'm not a dog, but yeah, you can see. So mm-hmm. um, he goes back with his dog, and he starts having a dream about his girlfriend, Alyssa. And when he's dreaming with Alyssa, she, you know, he's on the beach. She comes out in the waves. She's wearing a bikini. He's like, oh, this is going to get good. And all of a sudden, Dreamweaver, don't you look at me? All right, okay. Sucked into the dream well, and then that dream well, he, dream wet, uh, dream web. Well, he falls in there. <clears throat> he runs into Sleepwalker. Now, Sleepwalker is with a race. They look alien, so they have like really no nose. You know, very tall, big, green skin, blue kind of tights with uh, purple boots, purple gloves and you know and a purple hood but his face is exposed but it's green with these big eyes and he's from a race and now we can't pronounce the name of his race with the human tongue our tongues cannot just say it but you know there's male female whatever and their role is to find protect us when we sleep they keep certain um demons and and whatever dangers in the dream well you know, uh, coming over and taking over. So this way you don't get the the urge to just get up and be angry or the urge to be depressed. And so he's trying to save you, their world to save you from having these emotions while you sleep, you know? And it's funny, when you sleep, some days you go to bed, you're in a good mood, and you might wake up in the morning, you heard the alarm clock, and you're grumpy. Any reason? No. There's no rhyme and reason to it. You just wake up grumpy. Or sometimes it's the opposite. Or sometimes you feel up, you wake up in the morning, you're just very cathartic. And there's nothing that from the day before that's influencing you you might wake up and say i had a good day yesterday what i feel ah i just can't do it today those are when those demons get you when you're dreaming evil creatures evil creatures very evil very evil so his job sleepwalker that is is to protect you from those so during you know um his sleep rick right yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I was about to say Rick again. So Rick. So when Rick is dreaming, and he's dreaming about his girlfriend, and of course a young blooded man, he's like, "Oh yeah, whatever. It's the fun of my dreams tonight." And all of a sudden, pff, this alien guy shows up, and he's like, "Hey, wait, what's going on?" Now instead of it being a nightmare for him, he turns around, and of course it scares him, but then it throws him off. It, it kind of kills a dream, and sleepwalkers. Each of them have a star. It's literally picture like a gold star that's on their chest and that's a device they use to banish these demons when they get out of their own realm so when you're in the dream realm it's a gateway to all these other realms of consciousness 
Right. Uh, and if one of these creatures leaves it, he uses his star to zip, zap them to a further out realm. We don't know where that is. That's don't so see them again. What happened is uh, Rick turns around, sees it, and grabs it off of Sleepwalker. Mm. Sleepwalkers are not supposed to enter the minds of humans because it would kind of drive them a little bit batty. Yellow star crazy. Right. But, but he, you know, Rick takes it, and then Rick wakes up. What's ah. happening? Just it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. All right. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> and he wakes up, and sure enough, okay, oh, it was all a dream. Nothing there. I don't have no star. All right, cool. Um, I don't see this creature that was there. All right, cool. I'm going to go about my day. And he goes about his day. And when he's out and about, he, you know, he runs at some thugs harassing the people out front of his apartment. He deals with them. And um, he goes, he meets up with his girlfriend. Yeah, he's a little bit fatigued, a little bit fatigued. Um, and I, mean, I can't remember what comes first, so forgive my memory on this, but I know there's one scene where he goes into a um, convenience store or for our American friends in New York, a bodega. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks in there, and the two guys that were harassing the old couple that owns the building that he lives in were robbing that bodega. They see him in their corner store, however you want to look at it. And they're like, oh no, a convenience. And he's like, hey, look who's there. It's the guy who stood up to us last time. And But this time they have guns on them. So they right. turn around and they pop good old Rick in the head. He falls down unconscious. Off and of all of a sudden, out. yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden when he's down, Sleepwalker is there. Mm-hmm. Sleepwalker is like, hey, who are you? Oh, we're criminals. We, you know, we, uh, we're, we take and do whatever we want. He's like, hmm, that sounds wrong. I'm going to stop you because he can't start. But if someone uses violence against Sleepwalker, he can use his powers to defend himself and those around. But he can't initiate the fight. That's what they're saying in the earlier issues. So these guys turn around. They try to shoot him. They try to hit him. Oh, okay. He uses his powers. And his powers are he can warp things in the real universe so he can make a pole grow 20 feet he can make um a, a car you know start walking by just giving it a stare and bathing it in his light beams that come out of his eyes and so it's pretty powerful it's pretty much anything you can dream of he can pretty much do he's like a as i said he's a dream police with a green lantern mentality if he thinks it he can do it right it will manipulate heavy objects any object basically yeah just bend it to his will literally and pun intended <laughs> nice so this is what he's able to do and he does that you know with these two guys and then you know Rick is still uh, catching some Z's he goes and he stops a person from getting mugged in an alley from these two guys this, this girl this woman's getting mugged and you know he goes in there and stops them and okay fine they take off running she sees him and now keep in mind she sees him because people can see him he's not intangible he's not invisible and all you see is this six foot plus green skin person saying, Hey, and it's like, Oh my gosh. And everyone judges a book by the cover. So they turn around and she, the woman tries to attack him and run away. And he's like, Well, why? I was just trying to help you out. Later on, you know, you know, Rick is starting to put things together that every time he seems to go to sleep, Sleepwalker comes out. Right. Now he can't talk to him. 
Rick is smart. So in school, Rick is a very studious person. He, you know, his girlfriend makes, Alyssa makes a lot of comments saying, well, you're a person that never has to study for a test. It comes easy to you. You know, he's, he, he seems to be athletic, but sometimes it's his dream, but he seems to be athletic. He seems to be a well-rounded, you know, above average on certain aspects person. And he's very happy going through life. But then when he starts kind of, you know, he had a dream about Sleepwalker. And then Alyssa's telling him, hey, you know what? I saw this monster. This is what it looked like. This is what it dressed like. And she refers to it as a monster. He's like, wait a minute. And he's very quick to put it together. Like, you know, one plus one is equal to two. He's like, I can't sleep. Because he thinks from the police are trying to stop Sleepwalker. Because they don't know what he is. They're just judging a book by its cover. Everyone sees, screams, thinks it's a monster. He's like, man, this monster's, you know, I can't let this monster out. It's tied to me. I can't let Alyssa know that, um, you know, every time I go to sleep, pops up. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like a Rockwell situation. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Can't get no sleep. No sleep. <laughs> no sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, okay. I told you it would be one of those days. So with that in mind, he's like, I can't go to sleep. So he stays awake. He goes and takes whatever he can to stay. Now, this is where the Red Bull would come in. You know, he's probably popping, drinking Red Bull. He's taking pills to stay awake. He's drinking a lot of coffee. He won't sleep. And what happens when you don't sleep after a day or three or five? Or five. The kindness is knocking on your door that's saying, you know, we had an appointment about like four days ago. Um, I, I didn't see you. Um, I didn't see you even two nights ago. Can we have a conversation now? Come, come here, son. Let's have a conversation. Let's <laughs> talk. As I lay me down to sleep, yeah. this is what happens. So he's trying to fight asleep, but he's still got a full schedule of things to do. He's still got to go to school. He's still helping out the apartment building he lives in because you find out he's kind of like a superintendent to keep things clean and running. So if, you know he really is a, a, a landlord. Yeah, maintenance, maintenance guy. Basically, he's a maintenance, maintenance guy. Thank you. He's a maintenance guy. guy. And you realize, okay, he tries to fix a leak. He makes it worse. Worse. He goes to school. Uh, teachers answer him questions, and his grades are dropping drastically. Everyone's like, "What's going on?" He's got bags underneath bags underneath his eyes because he doesn't want to let Sleepwalker out. And he's still trying to carry on a relationship with his girlfriend Alyssa. And she's like, "Well, every time I'm talking to you, you always seem like you're never paying attention." Um, and she's getting very fed up with this because she doesn't know what's going on. Right. They go on a date. On a roller coaster. He's on a roller coaster and my boy nods off. Gotta go, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. Exactly. And once again, Sleepwalker comes out. That's it. So that's when Sleepwalker sees these guys who are robbing something, tries to stop them from getting away, just holding down the car. He's fighting them. The police are fighting him. He's telling the police, stay back. I got this. And then, you know, Alyssa, you know, miles away, taps our boy <laughs> over at Coney Island on, on the shoulder, like, hey, He's like, what? I'm awake. Sleepwalker gone. Criminals get away. The human woke up again. Human woke up again. Criminals get away. Police automatically assume that Sleepwalker was a bad guy and he was working to help the criminals get away and not stop them. Uh Mm? Mm? Mm. So, you know, Alyssa drops him home. He's walking. He's all down. He's like, man, I'm tired. Just need to sit down for a minute. Yep. Just need to sit down on this cool bench outside late at night in, in a little bit of an alley in New York City. 
and just catch my breath as I. Keep in mind what I said. New York City, 1991. He falls aside asleep outside of a bench. What do you think it happened, people? What do you believe could have happened? What happened? What was that, Rod? Well, you see, he was resting and just trying to gather himself, and he passed out. Here's what happened next. Yo, man, what's going on? Yo, look at that guy over there. Yo, he's he just sitting there like, you know what about him? Yo, let's, let's have a talk with him. <laughs> oh, you know, he's not waking up. Yo, man, get his money, man. Yo, Bobby, initiation, man. Get the money, man. Get the money. Uh, but I don't want it, Bobby. You will want part of the group. Get the money. Take the money. Now, at this moment, at this moment, what was the rules? If the human is asleep, the sleepwalker will arise. Now, sure enough, the sleepwalker, the sleepwalker will rise, everybody. The sleepwalker just said, hey, 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 what are you doing, my human? What are you doing over there? Gentlemen, what are you doing over there? Uh-oh. What? what? Yeah, fool. what? Yeah. Take this guy out. Like, Run! Yeah, when they realize it's time to shoot a sleepwalker, sleepwalker's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Powers. Oh, good God! Something grabbed Bruce! Bruce is in trouble! Bobby, no. I gotta go! <laughs> Takes a run for it. Sleepwalker's like, <laughs> you come over here. Oh, you, you think you're, you think you're big? Okay. I'm like, come with me. No. Yeah. I said, come with me. Okay. If you don't want to talk to me, let's have a conversation up in the sky. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this point, Sleepwalker is just trying to get him surrounded, trying to understand what's going on. And the whole time he was asking, technically, like I forgot this is a very important part. Hey, what did you just do to the human? You did something to his garment. You took something from his garment. You went into his garment and retrieved something. What did you take? I didn't take nothing. Uh, you can't get me, Fomo. Pew, pew. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Have a talk. Tell me what you did to the human. What did you take from his garment? I take that. You can't get no get out of me. Oh, really, now? At that point, <laughs> I, I think we're going to have to have a little conversation at a different altitude. What? what, what? Way so, up. Takes man, and, and then, way up. Let's go, Green Giant. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So he, he basically had the conversation with the young man. Um, first, he didn't physically take him, so it would be nice. What he did with his manipulating powers, he had um, taken a young swing. man. Yeah, he, he, exactly. He took the young man, and, and they were close to a park, and just basically kind of threw him towards the chains on the chairs, on, on the swing. What? Coming back to the questions. I'm asking questions. Where were you? You were over there. What did you take from that young man? I didn't take nothing. Okay. Using manipulating powers. Took the whole pole of the, 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 the swing up like about, about 40, 50 feet. Yep. I'm going to ask you again. What did you do? Oh, we took, we took his money. Money? What's money? Right. What are you? you, are you what, what are you? You're not from around here. Okay, that's my question again. What is money? Oh, you know, money, you know, we just take, you know, we just, it's a crime. We just took it. Why did you do that? Well, you know, we just take whatever we want. Cause I don't care. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man, a gem. I will take. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop it. Mm-hmm. Let me stop before I start going to the shaft. 
stop it right there. Uh, so basically, uh, the, the whole conversation, the sleepwalker was able to learn something from you. You've been very informative, human. Thank you. Understanding that it's a crime to steal. Yeah, we do whatever we want. Yeah, aren't, aren't there enforcers? Yeah, they are. They don't like us, dude. It's called a crime, but they can't stop us. They can't stop us. I can do whatever I want. Oh, really? Once again, the basis of a sleepwalker is to be a justice of the peace, an individual who rights the wrong, help those in needy. I think I'm going to like it here. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you very much. Well, put me down. Mm-hmm. You know what? You got a lot of jab talk. You think you big? You think you bad? You going to let me go? I'll let you go. Let me down. No, no, no. I said I'll let you go. I don't know how you getting down. And just float away like, like some men. Oh, yeah, I'm bad. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. And, and basically, realizing you that he may talk. be in the need here, that was the power of of uh, Sleepwalker. Now, the greatest thing I would just say about this, uh-huh. uh, before I hand it back off to Barry, is that the good thing about Sleepwalker, he, again, understanding that he's coming from his particular dimension, he understands what he is in regards to in the sleep world, saving uh, individuals' minds from the evil spirits, the evil demons, and all that kind of stuff. Realizing that now I'm able to be on the surface world because Rick Rick touched his badge, light, amulet, kind of, you know, I just look at it like a police officer, you know, I'm a sheriff in town. Let me take that! Created a bond, but between Sleepwalker and Rick, this is when you get that um, Bruce Banner uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, not the thing. One sleeps, one wakes up. What, what just happened? Uh, he realized I can be helpful to this boy. Sorry, excuse me. My apologies. This man, this young man, and be able to help him. But he's scared of me. I'm going to have to show him that I mean him no harm because I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It. That's it. That's it. And, 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 and I know I got parts of the story kind of backwards and all that, but what was interesting is after all that, the follow is, you know, two cops come along and they see, you know, Rick sleeping in the alley. They wake him up. He's like, hey, uh, my wallet was stolen. They bring him down to the police station. And then the other cops show up who found his wallet because it was taken by the criminal and Sleepwalker was there. So like, hey, we recognize that guy. Aren't you this person? Hey, I was supposed to file a police report for my missing wallet. Thank you. So it all ties in. Now, going on this, I'll, I'll say a couple of points. One, we, we know pretty much this is the origin story. You can never talk to each other like you were saying, Rod. Mm-hmm. But Rick is very smart and he turns around and he he sees his answer machine and he draws a very crude picture. He leaves a message. You know, so when he goes to bed at night, finally, because he's now accepted the fact that Sleepwalker is not a villain. He's not a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, he knows he can sleep fine. He still can't tell his girlfriend about it. So he goes to sleep, leaves a message. So Sleepwalker comes out, sees a picture of himself kind of roughly drawn, you know, and sees an arrow pointing down the answer machine. So he listens to it. So this is how they start to find out ways to communicate, that they leave messages for each other on the answer machine. So when one goes to sleep, the other one pops up. Okay, what do you want me to do today? Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. And there's other things that parlay into that story. I'll segue for half a second just on to something else, that, two things that are interesting. So one, um, we're doing this episode for Dave. So when we were at the comic book store and we we're filming our 100th episode, 
there was a guy, a patron that came in there, and he's like, hey, man, this is one of my favorite characters. And we're like, you know what? We're going to talk about him. So, Dave, if you're listening, this episode's for you. You? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So there you go, Dave. Thank you very much. I think he just he signed up to the channel, too. Uh, you know, if not, um, you know, he's going to watch this episode, and we'll, we'll have fun with that. So, Dave, yes, yes. And from Dave from WoW Comics, when we were there filming our 100th episode live, we were talking about it. We were talking about Rich Rider. We were making, I was making jokes about Rich Rider being 17 and a spaceship. He'll know what I'm talking about. I might explain it to the rest of y'all later on. We're talking about Sleepwalker right now today. So that's part one. Part two on my little segue here is a creator. So, mm. you know, a lot of times creators come up and they're in the industry for a long time and they, everyone does other things. Like myself, I do this show. I'm a comedian. I got a day job. Rod, like himself, he does this show. He's a DJ. He's got a day job. You know, the whole nine yards. Everyone does more than one thing in a day. Mm-hmm. Bob, this was a dream project of his. But what's his claim to fame before that? Do you know? All right, maybe hold on. That's the wrong sound. The wrong sound. This is what he did before. He's got a link to Transformers. Well, I'll see. Did, did you know this, Rod? Did you know that he had a link to Transformers? I did not. I did not. I saw it in the notes, and I'm like, interesting. Tell yes. me more. I'll tell you more. If you watch Transformers Generation 1, if you read it by Marvel Comics, when those toys were existed over in Japan and they brought them over here, they needed names. Mm. They needed names. When you have a child, you give your child a name. You've got a pet, you get a pet name. Bob's, you know, job was, to, and it was, and he did name every, pretty much every Transformer from Generation 1 when Transformers first hit our soil from back in the day. And I say Transformers. I'm not saying Autobots, and I'm not saying Decepticons. I'm saying Transformers. He named both sides. Because of him, we've got Megatron, Decepticon, and, and you know, so he, all those names you hear, Jumper, and, and, and uh, you know, uh, Mirage, Warpath. Uh, I don't know if he named Warpath, but I mean, definitely Generation 1. So Warpath, so Warpath was there in Generation 1, but not Season 1. Uh, Starscream, Thundercracker, Skywarp, Ravage, Soundwave. These are things that popped out of Bob's imagination and transferred into what we know now to that IP. How all these years later, I'm not even say how many years later, all these years later from Generation One. So if you watch Generation One Transformers, let's say you go back and you catch some of the episodes on the um, Hasbro YouTube channel, you watch them on Tubi, you even maybe own the DVDs. Maybe some people still have VHS. Good on you. Run it. That was Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Thank you very much, sir. So he's deep into this. So this is where. And that's just a basic, you know, synopsis of Sleepwalker's origin, how he plays in. There's a lot more going on with um, Alyssa, you know, his girlfriend. He's got some friends that are in there. So he's got a good background cast, superintendent, student, and how Sleepwalker affects his life. Now, when Sleepwalker realizes he's affecting his life in a negative way, he doesn't want that. When right. And he tries his best to not impede his human host body. They understand that one's got to sleep for one to be awake. You know, so this leads into its whole adventures. Here's here's where I think 
things can get interesting. I know we talked a lot about his origin, you know, and kind of give you a good starting off part. So the original series ran for 33 issues. Then it came back and there was, I think, another four issue run on the Infinity War, tying into the Infinity War, the Infinity Gauntlet uh, storyline. And Sleepwalker, since then, has kind of drifted through the Marvel Universe, showing up on different teams. So he was a part, for example, of the Secret Defenders and S.H.I.E.L.D., believe it or not. Part of Civil War. He teamed up with Spider-Man. You know, even when he learned, like I think it was issue three, that, you know, you finally learned Sleepwalker's origin in a kind of a dream sequence. And how they were able to use his powers, you know, was to bring in all the other like Marvel superheroes that had like kind of a crossover panel that way because he brought him in the dream world. So we get a better understanding of it. With all that being said, Sleepwalker can't come back. I think so. It's going to continue for sure. There was changes. And so hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Um, you know, Sleepwalker had some villains. He had one was called Eight Ball. Guy was in a black costume, had an eight ball on his head. You know, he was a scientist. And I'm like, okay, it's it's the 90s. Hey, you know what? Go with it. I think Sleepwalker, and he did do it. You know, he dealt he dealt with uh, Nightmare, which is another, literally, it's a character in the Marvel Universe, obviously. Uh, Nightmare dealt with nightmares and getting people's energy from their nightmares. And he's crisscrossed here and there. He's shown up in Doctor Strange. He's shown up in different uh, uh, properties before. I think Nightmare could have had a bigger role to play with Sleepwalker than he did. Um, I know Sleepwalker did a lot of fighting with his whole thing, the cobwebs. So the cobwebs in the dream, uh, in the dreamscape. Mm-hmm. And that's what he really wants to keep safe. And when you're in that dreamscape, you actually end up in a, could be in a cobweb and that's how they kind of drain your energy. Uh, you know, so it was good. And I don't want to give away too much stuff from there, but I would say, this would be a good property to bring in once again a different aspect to the Marvel universe. You know, phase one, phase two was straightforward. It was armor, super soldiers, and punch them and knock them out. We're good spies. Okay, we're, we got that. Then with the addition of Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange getting more in there, we got more into the mystical side of things. I think and I feel that uh, Sleepwalker would be good to even take it one step further because now we've talked about different dimensions. We've talked about different realities. Sleepwalker can talk about the dream reality and how a lot of that connects with those villains and other heroes that would be a part of that. Sleepwalker is supposed to be keeper of the peace in that. Nightmare, Cobweb was established within the Sleepwalker's book. Nightmare, as I said, should come in more often. I think that's a character that's way underused at times, and he's shown up all over the place from Micronauts to Fantastic Four to Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and more. I mean, I, I haven't really seen all the appearances of Nightmare. He never had his own issue, but definitely worth getting into that magical, you know, other realm of stuff and then right. opening it up through the dream sequence. Right. You know what? I, I definitely agree with you in regards to... Cause I had a feeling you'll probably bring up Strange, because that'd be that's like the, uh, the, the definitely the the best stepping stone off of to introduce Sleepwalker into. Let it be let it be known we are now like you said we've gone through the armor aspect of it. 
the, 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 the soldier aspect. Uh, we're in space. We've now just started to touch or getting a little deep into the multiverse slash the uh, micronaut verse. Um, <laughs> so if we're going to go into the mystics, this would be a great part because Doctor Strange was was battling against Demandu. I can remember. Apologize if I absolutely yeah, yeah. correctly, but that that is at least into that particular realm. Correct me and remind me. Uh, it's been a while. I haven't heard about it, but there was was there talk of an MCU type of dark MCU type of universe? Like, were they planning to build that? Like, I I, I don't know. I had this feeling like I heard something about it before, but it just kind of like came in and then disappeared right. out. Right, so they did talk about it. I know they came up with the game Midnight Suns that really deals a lot with that, with Johnny Blaze and so forth, right? That was um, Robbie Reyes, uh, they made a new character for it, but yeah, Midnight Suns a game, and it's highly reviewed. I'm going to play that probably in the next couple of weeks. The You're right, because keep in mind, Werewolf by Night. That's, that's what my mind was trying to remember. It was a streaming one, and I just could see and think of that type of genre, but I just couldn't remember uh the, the the story of it so exactly so this is basically a, a venue that they can literally just open up that door is slowly opening up slowly opening up sleepwalking could definitely be an it that you can actually pull and go from there giving you the ability of someone who walks both worlds yes he's, a, he's basically he's basically a, a, a police officer a, you know an enforcer a, you know a, a, a you know what what else to say? He he's basically not a vigilante, but someone who's basically looking for justice. On Guardian of the realm. Guardian of the realm. Let's just go. Let's go with that. I'm okay with that. So <laughs> I, I would definitely, I would definitely say that with the current IP, um, where MCU is going towards, mm-hmm. I can definitely say that we could definitely benefit from adding that on, because if you want to say that. He is the mirror slight image of Sandman. If he's give if 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 you're gonna go into that realm. And there was there was a little mini show with Sandman. And that came out and it looked hmm? So good that show. It was so good. So, so that good. Was, this, this is the part I'm about to say. Go now they came they came from that angle, um, giving you the Sandman appearance. He wasn't looking he wasn't looking so uh, other dimensional, you know, alien looking type of visual. Mm-hmm. But the concept is that Sandman was able to work, walk both worlds, and he was able to do justice and do right by both worlds by being a presence in there. Sleepwalker could definitely be able to take some footnote and be able to run off from the base off of that because it got great reception. Sandman, that TV show, that, I mean, that series, or the miniseries, had great reception. So yes, I would did. say that Sleepwalker could definitely uh, benefit a lot from that line. Uh, and, and say that it's, it's the aspects are there. Have conversations, and basically, um, Barry was saying he didn't go through the whole list. There was other aspect of it that he was connecting with Professor X, with Jean Grey. There was time that basically he was you know trying to hold you know trying to assist and you know trying to train her for her mental health sleepwalker intervened and helped out on the dream dream world aspect of it so 
if he had interaction with Strange, we're about to kick down, bulldoze, you know, fire in the hole, blow up the wall to make a door to make a wall for the X Men coming in. He already has connection. He already has connection with Spider Man. That's already here. Yeah. So we are already talking about two, three Marvel properties. Two in the Marvel Universe already, slash coming up to three with the X-Men, with Professor X. He, sorry, he even said he, he did something with S.H.I.E.L.D. So yeah. three already, going to four. There are, the, the connection is already there. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say that um, thanks Dave for, for, you know, being one of those kind of guys that are just on the table and just like saying like something here. So you guys talk Slide it me. over. Just like, what's that? Slide over, I like that, just take a peek. Good to meet you again, man. Good to meet you again. Good to meet so, you again. So I, I'm gonna say that, yeah, this will be this will be interesting. I I like I like the concept, and I like that we I, I like how the show always seems to find people that we can give a good justification, at least from our two. And I'm seeing people enjoying the show can can we, you know mount with us as we cross rights in the streets. We want these characters. We want these characters. We want these characters. Absolutely. This is why we do the show because there's so many more characters outside of the mainstream ones that everyone seems to know or see in the movies and the TV shows. Completely. Right? Um, my testimony to that is when Werewolf by Night came up by, by you know, with Marvel on Disney Plus. All right. It wasn't a movie, but it was longer than 20 minutes. Right. It it was about a forty something, almost fifty minute, call it mini movie show, however you want to mm-hmm. classify it. It was a one and done. Right. And that introduced a lot of characters, even in black and white, so well done. For once it wasn't color. It really added more to the mystique of it. So they they took a uh a, a, a risk by saying, Okay, here's these IPs, we're putting them all together. People who know it know it, and we're gonna release it around Halloween. Around that time, so it was like you know, it was the right time to do those, and the black and white added to the ambiance of what they're trying yep. to portray. Yeah, and watch it. It was so refreshing to watch that these are not characters you would normally see, and these are characters that are in that show, in that episode that we would talk about on this show because they don't get much of a light on them, and to see you know Marvel turn around and say, yeah, we're gonna do this for this and see how it goes. So this brings me to my point. You know, it, 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 I would like to see, I think that one, Disney should do more of that. If you're not going to do like a mini series or limited series like how they do, like, you know, um, for example, I know Daredevil was on Netflix, but let's say, you know, Daredevil, if you're, you know, Falcon, sorry, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I like that. Five, you know, six episodes. I'm good. Hit Monkey. Okay, fine. Things along those lines where it's a limited series. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to that. It's a streaming service. Clearly, the mouse has money. No one says no to the mouse. Not everything, I think, has to be... <laughs> exactly. Not everything it has to be a big budget a big movie, budget. and not everything has to be a limited series. I really like that aspect that they took a, a chance with that medium saying, hey, we're just going to do one. Even if they do another one for the following, you know, upcoming Halloween and do, uh, you know, Werewolf by Night 
part two and call it something else, or they go with Man Wolf and as I Man Wolf, uh, Man Thing, mm-hmm. and they bring in Werewolf by Night in there, but they make Man Thing the main, you know, and kind of recycle, not, not recycle, but circle around with those characters. Yeah. Yep. Every so often, I'm, I'll be fine with that. Of course, the thing is, you want more. You want it more than once a year. But you get once a year. Okay, bad, fine. Just find it a fountain of so I can keep enjoying them. That's not a bad idea. You know, you have you have a yearly, you know, this series or this particular IP keeps reappearing every year. Yeah. The same type of so, uh, Werewolf by Midnight again. It's a Halloween type of property. Yeah. Yeah. Every year, pop it in. Pop like it when in. They used to, when they used to do uh, Saw, Saw every year, used to drop in every 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 uh, Halloween, if I remember correctly. Exactly. When Saw was coming up. They used to come up, bam, bam, bam. So yeah, I'm good. With Enough that. time to you know write it, film it. I mean, sure, it's not easy to do, but they have an, they can actually do it within a year's time. So this brings me to my point. If I wanted to see this myself personally, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we need a series. It'd be interesting to see a series. I don't know. And I'll be very honest. I don't know if I'd have enough meat on the bone to have a standalone, ongoing, um, three, four, five season uh, season of a series. Right. But give me a couple of specials. Like, you know, back in the day, and this is going to date us. I mean, everyone knows my age pretty much. You know, when you're at home and on Saturday night and you see the CBS special and it's dun 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 and it had like you know spinning lights and it's like CBS special and the logo spinning and it's all the neon and it's, you know special presentation. You knew that was a one-off movie coming on TV. Like, so this would be outside of what they would normally do, and that's how we got, for example, the Man from Atlantis. It was it was like a special, right? It was just a one shot, and then oh, the year after we're doing another one, and or till the finish, you got a series. Myself, I like the aspect of all right. I love to see him live. It can't be done live. I, you know, I don't want it done as a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I, I think for myself personally, I you know I would say give me something live, give me a one and done, and I'm happy with that. I'm happy mm-hmm. with that. And if you have to go back to it, then go back to it. It's just that the stories for the character, a, a couple of flashbacks, or at most a limited series, but it only needs I think one season. Not to say that the character is a weak character. It's just I haven't seen him written in a way that would add more to it. It should, but it's going to have to take someone to come in now and say, all right, let's see. Let, let's really get into it. You know, uh, I found part of the series was a little bit more, even though it was a dream project of Bob's, my only one con about it, it was like too much superhero-ish in the sense of, you know, here's your your teenager, Peter Parker-ish kind of trope. Here's... Uh, the person he turns into, okay, they can't see each other. Okay, it's like a Bruce Banner, Hulk kind of trope. All right, and then we go through, and this is how it is, where you just open up this whole thing on the dream world. Dream world. That's what I want to know more about. Sure, let him operate in the real world, but that's where I would see him. So that's, for me personally, give me give me a limited series. I would go live, or give me a one and done, and release it around Halloween. It doesn't even have to be in line with... You know, Halloween, Marvel can turn around. Sorry, when I say Marvel, I'm saying DC on DC on Disney Plus can turn around and do one a week in the month of uh, for October. October. So, but totally different IPs, right? So one with Sleepwalker, one with, you know, Man Thing, one with Werewolf by Night, one by whatever else, if they put them all together or not, whatever makes sense, and say, hey, see you, see you next Halloween. Okay, cool. I think fans would be happy with that. I, I know I would. So that's yeah. that's how I would see the medium coming in for me if I had to see this IP Sleepwalker come across. That's I you know, that's how I gave it some thought. Um 
you know, and unless they're really going to go deep with it. Like Sandman has volumes, so you got a lot of history. What Sleepwalker only has is 33 issues. Then he's got like a couple of issues there for the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. So it's still crossover. It's a crossover storyline. And then he's shown up in um, other people's books, right? So with Miss Marvel, Secret Defenders, with the Avengers, and part of S.H.I.E.L.D. And not a, he wasn't even a background character. He was a full front character mm-hmm. there, part of the team, right? It wasn't like just some one person in the background on panel, on page two and panel three. And then he walks away and you're like, oh, I saw him. No, no, no. He was there. And he's like... So that, that's my Hi. point. So before we get into our fan casting, so Rod, what, how would you, for yourself personally, like to see this come across? Um, I, I would like to, I would like to see it live. Um, streaming is, is, is it, I will agree. You brought up the, basically it's the same type of points, 33 ish, uh, issues, uh, and a couple of annual clips. It was not enough to, to, to go forward. Now, with that saying, mm-hmm. majority of time when you get an IP, we've always say source material. Yes. People always seem to go completely hard left from the source material and start completely fresh. So it all depending on the writing and what how how it's built over the years. Now I actually I would have actually done maybe like maybe like five, five or seven and just you know, we'll see how it goes from there and see if we, if it gets enough traction, they'll build from there. But You're talking like five or seven episodes? Five or seven episodes. Oh, okay. I okay. was just going to say stream it and just say five or seven episodes and mm-hmm. just like, and we'll just see if it's enough to build, if they can write enough, a night story that has enough traction that you can basically say, okay, uh, although these characters was, was created in the early 90s, we're going to, you know, modernize it, give it a 2023. 20, 2024 type of feel, what can we talk about? And hopefully have something that can give a little traction that can go, you know, bring it back the following season. Now, what you were saying, my mind was thinking similar, but it's it's more crazy. Mm-hmm. In, in the sense that you were saying about for Halloween once a week, whatever the case would be. So that's not a bad idea. You can have one IP per week. Right. Or you can have basically for the month of October, have four four episodes each week. And then that's it. And that's you'll know that's the Oh what you saying, yeah. the, it goes back to kind of saying like Saw, you know, every year come October, you're going to get four episodes of a storyline. Bam bam bam. Bam bam bam. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just and just see how it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Bam 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 bam. That's your bam. I forgot the last one. You got the last bam. <laughs> so or like you know, John Witherspoon. <laughs> so, no, no. So, so basically, that's how I would I would actually prefer to do it that way. Okay. I would prefer if we had it that it will build attraction, build something, and then if you if you. Don't come with the idea of give me a five or seven episode and just leave it as done wherever you want it at whatever part of, you know, part of the year, whatever the case would be, or which I think would be nicer, have that four week four, bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, bam, bam, have that for October. And then the following year, you have another set of four and, and you know, it's kind of building on that. So then the people it starts to become attraction and everybody realizing, um, you know it's August, right? Yeah. 
you know, you know, it's coming in a couple of months, right? Yes. People build the anticipation. There. Build the anticipation. Everybody knows now. Because that's the same thing with sauce. Sauce started is great. And then you're like, oh, you guys came back around the same time. Oh, you guys came back around the same. Oh, I see what you guys are doing. So now by the time it's done, the third one's done, you're like thinking, so I'm thinking of catching a pattern here. So you guys basically need to give me something in the next 11 months, right? Yeah. I shall be back. Nice. So that's how I think of it. So with that entail, okay. uh, casting. Casting. Fan casting. Uh, All right, man. Who do you got? Who do you got? Hit me with it, man. Okay. So I wanted to go with someone. Um, you know what? I will tell you right now. I, I for for the role of Rick, I mm. wanted someone who is you saw him starting off, he's athletic, you know, he's just smart, you know, so he has that type of look, has that charm. But you see, he's good with the lady. <laughs> so True. I wanted Colton Haynes. Colton Haynes, I believe I've had him for something else a while back, but I'd like to bring him back on this project. Colton Haynes is, you would know him from a couple of stuff, but the main thing mm -hmm. or the latest thing would be Teen Wolf, the movie. He'd be, he's on there as Jackson Whittemore, but the main thing you would know him from is Roy Harper from Arrow. You Arrow. failed this city. <laughs> so I would so have you're talking that. Speedy, the, one, the actor that played Speedy. Speedy. Right. Exactly. He played the original. Yeah. Before she took over. Right. Speed. Yes. 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 <laughs> so I'll have him as, as Rick. And then for Sleepwalker, mm -hmm. for how that character is supposed to be perceived, this is where we doing this with the mouse because the mouse has the cash. Go to the right studio and get them to create. Give me a CGI because I need to have that same type of look. That I'm getting from the comic books. Right. As okay. much as we're gonna want to wear someone to wear a suit and look that, he's a very tall, lang you know, slim cylinder type of individual mm -hmm. that it's not. It, I don't think it's gonna get a good feel off of a live person. So it's gonna have to be CGI or you know or, or computer generated, basically it's the same thing. Uh, set up. I wanted to have the voice now. Uh oh, voice for that. And mm -hmm. I don't know. That's why I was just realizing. I don't know if we did. You'd have that no, no. Go ahead. I'm, go ahead. I'm ready for this voice. I, I, I want to have Keith David while this man is still alive. I, I, I want to just man, you dangerous. If, 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 if I'm gonna have someone who can basically have the voice to put you into fear in your dream world. Okay. Sandman. He had that very nice, nice stuff. You know, he was very calm or whatever the case would be. Cool. Uh -huh. I need someone to fight, you know, strike the fear in the hearts of men. And he ain't wearing a, a back, back uh, suit. Keith Davis will do that. AKA, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this man has the credits is just, it's one of those roll up, roll up the rim the wind. There's too much you can answer this guy. But yeah, I mean, you know his voice. You know his voice as, you know his voice as, um, Goliath from the Gargoyles. Um, if you listen to Rick and Morty, I will say the closest one you'll know right now. The he president. is the one who plays the president. Yeah. When you hear the president, even now when I hear the president, I'm like, oh my gosh, there is <laughs> some pure attitude going back and forth. I swear, just for his voice alone on Rick and Morty, it was like the perfect fit. The only one of the only people who can banter off of 
Rick Sanchez and yeah. get away with it? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. That's just Keith Keith. Dave. All right. I, 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 I'm going with Keith David as the voice of the sleepwalker. It's just imagining my saying, human. What if you, what did you take from that human? And then just like swipe for, oh, that's what you, oh, that's, what, <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. So, so you're going with Colton Hayes, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, uh, and, and then you're going with Keith David, uh, sleepwalker himself, the voice, and you want the, right. you want the sleepwalker computer generated. Correct. Got it. I like that. No, I like that pairing. I like the voice. I like. I see where you're going from there. Okay. So I, I Colton. Yeah, he's very athletic. So good. Good casting. Good casting. I, I didn't see that when that came out of left field. Touche, sir. Touche. All right. So now, now here we go. I'm gonna fan cast it my way, hmm. and it's gonna be a little bit different than what you're thinking. So um, okay. I went with an actor that's already used to working with Disney. Worked with Disney years ago, and he's had a transformation. In the sense of how he looked back then to what he looks like now. A little bit older, right? Um, I, I'm not sure what Colton's age is. How old is Colton? Is he in his uh, late uh, 20s or 20s or 30s? He is, let me, 30, 30. That's what I'm curious about. He will about. be in his 30s. Will, okay, fair enough. Late, right. late, late 20s, late, late, late 20s, going to 30s. Okay, So I, I'm going to go with a college type of approach. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah so and, I want to give, I didn't want him to have that high school type of look. I uh, wanted to at least to be, yeah. Cause at this point we're going to be dealing with some heavy stuff. So I wanted to have a person that hopefully they can have it written out that, you know, a, a full grown man will get, will get startled at the first sight of him, but they absolutely smart enough to understand what sleepwalk is doing. Like you said, he puts two and two together and starts being smart. Leaving little messages. Okay, this is how we're going to communicate, whatever. You need someone to at least some type of experience to put, to, put two and two together and do his own little MacGyverism and realizing we have to work up, we have to work together this way. Let's go. And that's it. So I need one of someone with, a, you know, a little experience. Yeah. I, okay. Got you. Got you. We're on the same line on that. Okay. So yeah, I didn't want someone that was a teenager, but I want someone that can play younger than what their actual age look. Someone okay. that, um, is, is, and it's going to come from left field. So the actor that I took to do, um, uh, uh, Rick. Uh, oh my God! You know, I'm forgetting his last name right now. I'm so bad. I'm oh, overcapping. Ah! Rick Snyder. Right. So the play, the character to play Rick, right? The his human form. Sheridan, I was going Sheridan. with Rick Sheridan. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Rick Sheridan. So the actor to play him, I was going with uh, Josh Peck. Now you're gonna look at me going, who's Josh Peck? Now, anyone listening will understand. If you watch the Disney show, uh, Drake and Josh. Okay. From the Disney, and it was a comedy series. I admit that. They were kids. They were living together. Now, Josh was more of the thicker one, more of the heavy set one over Drake. Drake right now, Drake Bell's in the news for all the wrong reasons. But Josh was the other kid that was on there. He's now grown up. He's, even on the series, he's transformed himself a lot. He worked out a lot. He's, he's changed his diet. He's, he's slimmed down. And he's a lot happier the way he looks. That's his choice. Good on him. Uh-huh. I find anyone usually when they do a comedy series can do the drama series, you know, and they have that that in them. So he can play a college university student, a little bit older. I, I he's he's athletic because he's trained. He's he's done his stuff. Not as athletic as Colton. I'll give you that. But I think that what he might not bring to some of the athleticism in a sense of playing basketball and so forth, he can definitely carry the show with the darkness that might come across with Sleepwalker, he can tap into those emotions 
okay. portray those a lot better. And there's episodes of Drake and Josh where he got very serious. He would still have a, a little bit of lightheartedness to help break some of the darkness on that, you know, and I'm not saying make it into like a ha, laughing moment joke, but, you know, understanding when to pick your moments at times would be good. Mm-hmm. I really see him playing that role and it'd be interesting to see him come in and do something really like drama driven. And I believe he can. So I, yeah. I know it's a, a out of left field, but I'm going with Josh Peck from, you know, Drake and Josh. That's what everyone would know him mostly from. So that's, that's part one. Part two, as you're saying, you're saying Sleepwalker. And, Ka- and I, I didn't think about that, but okay, casting someone as Sleepwalker. And the first thing person comes to my mind is an actor who's got that tall, lanky body, right? And that's okay. It doesn't have to be muscular, you know, overly muscular, but he's toned. This actor is toned and he's good at playing characters. He, he's, he's more known for playing characters than people know him for his true looks because he's always in makeup and he, okay. he, he does it really well. And I was going with Doug Jones. Now, if Doug Jones doesn't jump out you right away, think Star Trek Discovery and think Saru. Oh. Thank you. Now, Doug Jones has starred in other roles and movies. Um, you know, uh, just to give you, uh, the movie The Shape of Water, where it had that merman, that was mm-hmm. Doug Jones. He was also in Pan's Labyrinth, playing the character that had the eyeballs in his palms. That's Doug Jones. He was also in Hellboy, playing a similar mermaid character. You know, uh, the Hellboy, Hellboy 2, that's Doug Jones, right? So he's shown up in a lot of movies, but he's always playing a character. You won't see him as himself, per se, 100%. He's a very tall, slim actor. But he loves the role. So if you would put him into the Sleepwalker costume, mm-hmm. a little bit of CGI, but the Sleepwalker costume with some special effects, he would he would find a way for Sleepwalker to walk and move. And his right. movements, if you look at how he does his movements with Saru, were very graceful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he moved completely different that was different than what a normal human would walk. He would walk differently. He would... So these are aspects from all the years that he's done these kind of things. You know, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Hocus Pocus 2. Doug Jones would be my sleepwalker. Even his voice, when you hear him talk, Mm -hmm. he's got that quiet authority, as I call it. He doesn't have to yell and scream. Yeah, yeah. But when he speaks, you're going to listen. It's almost harmonizing when he talks. He knows, and I think you give him that and say, come up with something, let's work. Doug Jones would be straight up my sleepwalker. That's that's good. I'm I'm literally saying that's good. Some of you say Saru. I'm like, you said Discovery, and I'm like, oh, okay, Star Trek Discovery and Saru. And I don't know, honestly, I don't know why I didn't think of him again looking for someone no because my mind was looking what actor do i know that's out there that has the the body frame and the the ability to be that tall and still you know show himself to be in a you know who can you know move gracefully and stuff along that line exactly i just honestly and i I honestly couldn't off the top of my head i couldn't think of any but like i thought people you know some tall people whatever but i just i just wasn't even thinking at all 
Jesus Saru, I'm like, we nearly if if I had thought about Saru, we definitely we definitely would have had a double. We would have had a double no matter what. Right, I right. Will, I will literally say, I'm gonna go this CGI. Whole... But if I'm if I was do real life, Saru, I can't yeah. even think. I now I can't even think of anybody else versus that. He cornered the market on on doing that type of acting. And I'm not saying he needs to be in costume to act. No, he can act. Mm-hmm. He's done it outside of costume, like a you know Broadway plays and so forth. But Doug Jones, that's my sleepwalker. Yeah. And I said Josh Peck from Drake and Josh uh, would be you know uh, uh, Rick, uh, you know the, the the human for for yeah, sleepwalker. Yeah, yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. I keep forgetting his name for some reason. It's not sticking with me. I said the caffeine, the caffeine is just flowing in me, and I'm like ah. <laughs> no. So that's what it brings it down to. I'm, I'm very curious. You know, if, if Dave, we said we would do this. Mm. If you're listening, Dave, we gonna have a poll up. Either cast your vote or right below who you'd like to see play both human and sleepwalker. Who would play who would be your 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 Rick and your sleepwalker? Let us know. And hey, you know what? Same thing goes for everybody else listening to. This is not an episode just for one person, but we don't. Right. <laughs> What's going on over here? Not you know, no, we y- y'all can join too. Y'all can join too. This is what it is. It's just, it's just bad. It, you know, we just, we just mad people in our own way. So, uh, yeah. So that's 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 it. Any last words there, Rod? Um, you know what? No, I, I mean, <laughs> no, He's still because here, here, no, I'm, I am because you know what? I just make an honor. I want to. I have to go look find the name, and this is. I'll go say the name. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another person that I thought he's just an older individual, whatever the case be. But every time he was the same, same type, like John, Doug, sorry, like Doug, Doug like Doug Jones, right. where when I seen him in particular shows, he was always playing a very large, tall individual. I just didn't know anybody since him who was younger because mm-hmm. he was older. So this particular person, I just got to say it, Christopher Heyerdahl. Now, if you ever, and, and, and it's, it's always a show that seems to be like, I got to see if this guy's really, um, if he's, sorry, for everyone, I have to just. No, check go for it, go for it. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, because he's, I, I had the feeling that this guy was a Canadian actor because the majority of the time I see him is always on films or shows that's on the Canadian side. So if you know, if you yeah, 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 ever yeah, yeah, watched, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was even on. He was he, yes, he was on Discovery. He was win on Discovery. He had one episode. Uh, but if you've ever watched um, Sanctuary, mm-hmm. um, if you ever watched uh, Stargate, so this is this is the Richard Dean Anderson years kind of scenario. Okay. But in 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 um, Sanctuary, he was he was he was a, the guy who played Jack the Ripper. He played Bigfoot. So if you remember Bigfoot in Sanctuary, he was always that tall big guy. Yes. He yes. was always in he was always in makeup. But then when you see the other character who's the bald one who played Jack the Ripper, who had the build, the ability to teleport, mm-hmm. that's Christopher. Come on. So that's not who I thought you were talking about. You're gonna call up there. Maybe I'm thinking what's his name? Christopher Christopher, let's say his name. Hi Higher Doll. Higher Doll. Okay. I I wanna see because I I was thinking a different actor that you know you might have said Christopher Hyredall. Okay. Uh, Canadian actor Christopher Heidel. 
Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You'll remember when you see him from the from shows, definitely in the late eighties, the late nineties. Sorry, to two early two thousands, he was definitely a Canadian actor. Yes, they've always pulled on him, and he his resume is nice, nice and heavy. So I was thinking from from him, but I didn't have anybody that I knew newer, that were younger, to play that role. Not saying that he can't, but I just know he's you know just. It's just, you know, older in that, in that sense. So I'm like. Right. I'm See, for half a second, up. I thought you almost going to go with. Uh, and I, I, so I didn't have the name. So I think you're going to go with Matt Fuhrer. Right. That's who I almost thought you went with. Even though he's older, he was in, you know, everyone will know him as Max Hedrum. Oh, OK, 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 OK. Right. To me, he was like Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey. So I thought you were going to go with Max Fuhrer. Right. Oh, right. Right. He, right. Like Max oh, Hedrum, he had a, a role in the movie The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, uh, Rorschach breaks into the guy's apartment because he thinks he's doing something wrong, the guy's living in like a little quiet apartment by himself. He's like, no, I've gone straight and all that. That's Max Fuhrer. He's, that's the scene he's in. You know, but really, no, you know, he was in the, he was in X-Men movies way back in the day where yeah. they did uh, n- the new generation uh, gifted or whatever it was. He played the yeah. villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's done a whole bunch of stuff. He's an. Uh, I just I even man. just saw him last week on an episode on Star Trek Next Generation. Yes. So yes. I was like, oh my god, because yeah, I've always loved Matt Fuhrer. So yeah, yeah, he, Matt Matt Fuhrer was Matt Matt was like Matt Fuhrer. Yeah, Matt Matt is I'm amazing. Old. I mean, I, as I said, he was Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey was to me. Hundred and if you put him and Jim Carrey in a role in a movie together and say, okay, guys, figure something out, ooh, that's dangerous. So. Okay, all right, but I like that. That's you know, the guy you just called out there, Chris. Uh, yeah, that that would have been a that that's a good one too. That, that's a tough. All right, yeah, Disney, we've done your job for you yeah. one more time. Yeah. Let's go. Call us. Call us. Dave, you've heard the episode. If you want to add in your notes and comments, all below, please. We would love to hear your feedback on it because we know you're a fan of this particular IP. So we want to hear what you have to say about it, and everyone else that's listening and watching. We got. We want to really know what you got to say about this and any other episode we got going on mm-hmm. uh, on that note mm. thank you all for tuning in remember like subscribe rate share and review audio or video loving it you know we always reply back and, and if you have a character you want us to talk about or you want to have a question about pop it in the chat pop it in one of our social media speed and it's you know you can find Iconis on twitter the Iconis podcast is on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook uh, or on our youtube page we're very active on that too mm-hmm. That is uh, that wraps it up. So uh, one, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for being there. It, we really couldn't have gotten past 100 episodes without you guys, you know, supporting the show. So we really appreciate that. Jason, once again, thank you so much for all you do. Yep, yep. And remember, this whole world was started with a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Like I always say, keep on dreaming. Time for me to grab a nap. <laughs> I wonder if, C- if Sleepwalker ever needs a CPAP. Huh? A CPAP machine. I don't know if I don't know if Rick snores or not. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> see, see, the advertising. So, all right, well.